This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's going to get some taking. It's going to take some time to get used to. There you go. Yeah. Find it. It takes some getting used to. I don't want to start the episode over either. I power through it because I'm a true champion of radio and podcasting. Teams can't go 500 anymore. No, it's impossible. It's going to be weird. It's going to be Mike weird Tomlin's, to look at. Yeah. The threat of Mike Tomlin never being below 500 now, is now. imminent. His lowest record being 8-8. Eight eight. It'd be 8-8-1. Eight, eight I'm sorry? 8-8-1. No, 8-8-1. 8-8-1. Eight, eight eight, eight yeah, yeah, I guess That's that, still not 500. I don't think that's, that's 500. Like, I think that's, that's like 505 though. or yeah, something. Yeah, that doesn't. Oh, maybe right, because you're playing 17 games. Okay, I'm going to get it. so not even 500. So you can be 8-8-1. You can be 8-8. You can win and lose the, the same, same amount, amount of games, games yeah. but you'd have a little tie. Yeah. On top of that. I guess that's like right. A that's a good point. On top of that Sunday. That I'm an idiot. Sunday, but you are an idiot. Math is not hey, my hey, hey, Do you hey, want to start hey, the episode hey, over? No. We're not we're not used going? to the 17 game thing. Give give him a break, man. I sort of you know what? That's such a good illustration of how the whole country's going to be because this is rarefied air for yeah. the NFL. It's first the first time, time they've extended the schedule and it's been the longest in between periods three years? extending schedule, yeah. uh, extending games on the schedule, and, and now they're going to play the most regular season games they've ever have in the league as far as the regular season is concerned. They're going to move to 17 games, and initially the thought is great for the league, but it's not good for the players, uh, at least if the players are as concerned about player safety as they're saying that they are because – did you, not only did you add, add an extra week to the season to play an extra regular season game, but there was no extra bye week added in, which I thought was something that was heavy in the negotiations that players would want where, yeah, we'd play 17 games, but you have to give us another bye week in there to keep our body rested and make sure that, you know, we're playing this game as safe as possible. And, you know, with Thursday night games, and now there's rumors that there might be Saturday night games, and now there's a Black Friday game that's already on the books, so, you know, there's going to be <clears> – <throat> Another Friday in the regular season where there's going to be football. There's a lot of high-impact games being played at the highest level with the most contact of any sport in the world really close together for these players. And, oh, by the way, the Super Bowl gets pushed back a week, too. It's now on February 13th. They just made that official a couple hours ago. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is un, you know this is unprecedented air that we're in right now. Um, and as you said, Tom, you know, um, this is great for the league. It's great for a money-making perspective because it's another game that the, the NFL will, will televise. It's another game that TV networks will be able to sure. utilize and things like that. But, you know. Um, it's another you, week for us to get paid. Sure, too. right. I mean, it's, an, it's another week for fans to go to games and to watch games and all that. That's great um, from that perspective. But you got to, I mean, for the players, too. And I think this is something that, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't put into the 17 game schedule that wasn't in the agreement you know if you're going to play 17 games um you know i feel like a, a double bye week would have been nice too um you know i know it's only one extra game that these guys are playing throughout the year but you know uh, the average person you play a, a 17 you know game schedule you know see how your body feels after it um and that's i love the, it i mean i love it like I, what the no fan. the no extra bye week uh, or the yeah, 17 games. I wouldn't so. mind if they had an extra bye week. Yeah, I, think, I just love the 17 games. Yeah, I just games. I think what Callum was talking about. I just think it's that, really unfair to the players. I don't know if I don't know if it's unfair. I think it's unfair. But I mean it's just you would think that that would have been put into it, right? But and, you uh, unfair to a deal that they had they representatives of them agree to. And that's the thing. Like that's when you look at it like you see a lot of players on Twitter and there's a lot of, you know, people out there saying, "Oh, this isn't fair for the players." And they, well, it is, and I don't really feel bad for them because they did agree to it. And 
Um, you know, they had representatives from each team. They, you know, the, the players union and everywhere else, they agreed to this. Uh, you know, they agreed to the fact like, hey, we are going to play one more game, but we're not practicing as much. That was the agreement. That was what the NFLPA and, and the players union, that's what they came up with. That that's what That's what it was. And now players want to complain about it and want to, you know, I don't really have much sympathy for you in that way. I'm just saying, I don't know if you agree to this, how a double buy isn't in there. Um, you know, I think that, you know, and on top of that, that's another week for the NFL too. I'm surprised if the NFL didn't put it in because it's another week you could make money on games. And oh, by the way, you know, the Super Bowl gets pushed back another week. Um, and then uh, what's the holiday in February that. Yes, yeah, so I was just about to go there. So the Super Bowl got pushed back to what weekend in February the, now? The 13th. Oh, 13th. Yes. It's usually that first weekend of February. It's usually, yeah, yeah it's exactly. Just push it back. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was, if it were to be pushed back another weekend to the 20th, the 21st is President's President. Day. That's so the, yeah. You could make Super Bowl Sunday kind of a de facto a national kind of, which would be yeah. incredible. I mean, why wouldn't you? People have been well, pushing for that for a lot right. longer than they've been pushing for a 17 week schedule. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something or moving a super bowl to a saturday or something like that just to get that day after off is is huge why can't they do that they could absolutely do that the nfl owns the day of sunday oh as they play on thursday nights and monday nights saturday nights sometimes and fridays every once in a while but yeah i I think that they should put the double by and move the super bowl back to that february 20th weekend and make it so that you know most places aren't going to work on yeah i mean Uh, for our jobs we're going to work sure sure yeah but i mean that's the best case scenario for literally everybody involved it's the best case for the fans it's the best case for the players because you have a double buy in there and you're adding an extra game Plus, um, think about the flow into the new year. If you right. keep the new year starting in the middle of March where it is, then all of a sudden you only have to wait about a month until the season ends to right. start the new league year. And yeah. Then you got the combine started right away after the Super Bowl ends and the draft is there at your door before you know it. I just think that, you know, football already dominates all year long. So if you so, extend it out right. another if you extend it by two or three weeks as far as the season's length is concerned, then just why not? I mean, right. just keep dominating the entire year's headlines as far <laughs> yeah. as sports talk is concerned. I mean, you know, and on top of that, you know, you you know, you kind of flirt with the beginning of uh, spring baseball and everything else. You know, the, the NFL, like you said, dominates the entire sports world pretty much all year long. Uh, why wouldn't the NFL do that? And like I said, you know, I don't, um, you know, I don't know why that uh, that that double buy wasn't in there. But like I said, that's the best case for ne- scenario for everybody. I'm just surprised that the NFL didn't propose it a to make more money and to make the players a little bit more happy because, Hey, you know, you don't have to play, you know, you don't have to play this stretch of games because some teams, I don't know how the bye weeks are going to work now, but some teams, you know, when do the buys normally start in the NFL yeah. on a 16 week, you know, 16 week season, it's like normally three, week three or four. four. So let's just say it starts a week later. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Sure. I don't know this for certain, but let's just say someone has a bye week in week five. You play, you know, what twelve straight weeks or right. thirteen what if straight a, what weeks? If you get a wild card, then you're right? And you're playing four straight weeks. That was the issue with the Steelers last year, right? I getting mean, their getting their. There bye was week more than up. that as the issue, but yes, that was one of them. Right, but I I think Callen's got a good point where you're forcing these teams if you get an early bye week to play t- double digit straight weeks through the rest of the regular season and into the playoffs. I mean, it's a lot to ask. Now, for. granted, I, mean, I know that that happens in the regular season anyway. I know there are situations sure. like if you have a week four by, you play 12 straight weeks. I get that. But at the same time, this is an extra game added on to that, too. It just would have made more sense to do a double by one early, one late for every team. I don't know. That, that's so, just how I look at it. I think another issue could be is like if you get a week eight by 
where do you put this? And that's your first one. Where do you put the second one? Because you can't put it at like week 16. You're not going to want to put it like week 10 right after it. It's just, I maybe that's another thing that yeah, they consider because a team's not going to want to play one game in four weeks that's because of their double bye. Yeah. Oh, that would be a nightmare. You know what I mean? Right. Like just as far as throwing your rhythm off if you were yeah. on a roll or something like that. Exactly. Having you go, too much rest would be a you problem. You go, you know, point. you play weeks one through seven, you get a week eight bye. You play, you know, weeks nine and ten, and you get a week 11 bye. I mean, you, you don't get much time to build up momentum if your ba- buys are that back-to-back-ish. Well, as far as the glass half full, the optimistic outlook as far as it's concerned, I think it's a great idea that they matched up the team's NFC, AFC. Now, as these are going to be teams that are, like, this is like the rivalry now, right? Like, are, are these going was to be a, the same every year? Yeah, was there logic to it? Was there, because the, the rest of the schedule is the, perfectly logistical, where it's your equivalent among the other divisions, and then just the other AFC divisions, and a rotational, and an NFC rotational. It all made perfect sense. So, I, I'm yeah, I'm with Kellen. How does this add up? Do you want to know? Yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm just curious. Do you really want to know? Well, I just laid it out for the other 16 weeks. Maybe, so I'll, wait. Love... maybe I'll wait until the end of the episode. Maybe build up the hype yeah, yeah, maybe I'll just yeah. wait. The 17th game will feature teams from opposing conferences that finished in the same place within their division the previous season. The AFC teams were determined to be the home conference for the 17th game mm. in 2021, so I guess I'm assuming that in 2022, the NFC flip. will be the home games. Yeah. and. You obviously won't be playing the teams as far as your rotation is concerned when you play the whole division in the NFC. The Steelers playing the entire NFC North this year. The AFC North was matched up with the NFC West. Right. So Steelers play the Seahawks. We all know that. So there's we'll get into two that later. NFC divisions you have to consider every year now. Yes, exactly. Interesting. That your division will be matched up against. So the matchups... In the NFC East, they were matched up with the AFC East. So Washington won the NFC East last year. They'll go up against the AFC East champion Buffalo Bills. The Dolphins will play the second-place Giants. Third-place team Cowboys will play the Patriots, which is a very interesting matchup Mm -hmm. as far as third-place teams are concerned. Because those could be first place teams next year possibly uh cool your jets on the on the at Patriots least second place jumping at over least the second place the cowboys for sure place. could win that division but you know this is the point i'm going to make as we read through these entire games like adding this to the schedule and making it to the fact where it's you play the teams that finished in the same spot as you last year in the standings it puts some great matchups on, yes, on the it schedule does. That's true. and like that's just getting lucky there cuz that's a 3 versus a 3 mm-hmm. Cow- cowboys versus patriots but that's a marquee Going to be on Sunday Night Football probably matchup that we're getting that wasn't there before this was right. pushed through. And then you got the Eagles and the Jets as the fourth <laughs> place teams, which yes. what a fun little game that should be, right? So that should be a lot of fun. It's going to do a ton um, of ratings. Like I said, the NFC West and the AFC North drew each other. The Steelers play the Seahawks, and we'll talk in depth about that in a little bit there. But uh, that's a tough matchup for the Steelers. Uh, Rams play the Ravens, the second-place finishers. That's another great matchup mm-hmm. that was added to the schedule. Uh, Stafford versus Lamar Jackson. So exciting to have that. Uh, Cardinals versus Browns. Another, another good really matchup. good one. And, you know, the NFC West is just such a good division that it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who right. you were going to get sure. matched up with. Because they're all good teams. Good yeah. game. So the Cardinals and the Browns and then the Niners and the Bengals. Even that's a good matchup. has the potential to be, yeah. you know, Zach Wilson versus Joe Burrow. It could right. be the potential to have two really young rookie quarterbacks going up against each other. So that's how that shook out. The NFC South was matched up with the AFC South. 
the Saints going up against the Titans, uh, both the champions from the South and the from the South divisions in the AFC and the NFC respectively. Uh, Tampa Bay against Indy. I think that's a pretty mm-hmm. intriguing matchup. Tom Brady going up against sure. Carson Wentz, his uh, old former rival in the yeah, AFC, exactly. basically. Uh, Panthers and Texans, Falcons and Jaguars. <laughs> Although that could be intriguing if Matt Ryan snaps out of it and the right. Falcons are playing well, and then you got Trevor Lawrence or, rolling in. Or if it's another rookie quarterback and it's Trevor Lawrence versus it could be if they do decide rookie. to go with yeah. maybe Trey Lance or something like that. Right. And then finally, the NFC North was matched up with the AFC West, and this is where we got the best matchup that appeared out of thin air, where the Green Bay Packers go up against the Kansas City Chiefs, so we get Rodgers versus Mahomes. And I'm pretty sure, didn't we get that game last year? I believe we did. Yeah. Or was and it two years ago or we, something? We, we but are, now we're getting it a little quicker than we would have. We're spoiled, yes. Yeah. We will get it a little quicker. Uh, Bears and Raiders, and then another interesting three versus three matchup in my mind: the Vikings versus the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Two teams that I think are going to be trending upward next year, and two teams that missed the playoffs. That These I are think, two teams that Tom is very high on. That I think you guys are high on the Chargers. I'm too. High on the I Chargers. think that's pretty. I think when we were going over our playoff predictions, I you guys picked the Chargers. I picked the Dolphins as the but team that, would, that didn't make it last year that was going to make it this year. But I still think we're pretty high. Like, the Chargers. Yeah, I like Justin Herbert. Yeah. That's a good – that matchup could be between yeah. – as they're both probably going to be fighting for wild cards, the Vikings and the Chargers. You know, that could – I know it's the NFC versus AFC, so as far as tiebreakers are concerned, it probably won't hurt them. But as far as just overall wins that they have, that could end up yeah. being a huge game. And then sure. finally you got the Lions and the Broncos, just yeah. bringing out things to the uh, – putting a, a nice bow on it. So – this is some pretty nice matchups yeah. that you get, and I, I just like the fact that they're crossing over conferences because you know only getting to play four teams from the other side a year, you know, every I, four I, I years, like, yeah, yeah, and you don't yeah, exactly like if you're the Steelers, you don't get to see the Packers or the Seahawks or any other. Yeah. You don't, you might not be going to Lambeau for for five, six, seven years, yeah. So this is just a nice chance to get to see a team, you know, every once in a while without having to wait that three year period of the division rotations. Right. And, and, uh, you know, obviously the preseason will be reduced to three games per team. So that's kind of how we got to this situation too. Now, see, I was under the assumption, some people originally thought that, um, these were going to be matchups that like, were going to stay every year. Like it was going to be, I'm glad you brought that up. Steelers versus Seahawks for, you know, five years until they change it or whatever it is. What would be the interesting ones to do there? Because um, I think you do Steelers versus Cowboys, right? You make that, yeah, you that's make fair. That team, you Steel- make those teams play. Steelers, really. Eagles. I mean, I know the Eagles. That's aren't another great, one that you could but do. But yeah. there you go. Um, um, Jets, Giants. I think is one that you yeah. could lock in every year. Like right, the New York team. New York. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's so a, yeah. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. honestly. But but the the thing is, we're we're naming the ones that come off the top of our heads that right. are easy. Once you get into the muck, like who, right. who are you going to match the Houston Texans up with? <laughs> I guess maybe that would be Dallas. If you boost Steelers, Eagles, then you could do Cowboys, Texans. Battle, yeah, it could be like a for... um, a locational kind of battle. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I guess you could work it out. You could do. You'd obviously do Washington versus Baltimore, mm-hmm. a little beltway battle yeah. there. So there are the natural uh, fits. Um, Cleveland and Detroit is both cities that no one wants to live in or have any part with at you all. S- historic franchises that have only been historically good 60 years Before ago. Before they started playing for yeah. Super Bowls. Right. But I, I just think that, you know, as far as getting the best matchups, you know. This is probably the best way match to do one, it. Sure. You match your one seeds last year with your one seeds this year as far as your division right. winners. Sure. And you're going to get, you know – Washington versus Buffalo, that could be a stinker because Washington was a little bit of a fluke. But 
Seahawks. Steelers. Who knows? I mean, with with new pieces now, I mean, they could be decent. They with could a new be quarterback. decent, but you know, and Saints Titans, you know, that hits a little different with Drew Brees being out. Sure. You don't know what the Saints are going to look like. Probably still a pretty competitive team, but, but it makes it a little more even. I think. I think if that game was New Orleans with Drew Brees. Drew Brees of a couple of years ago, that's a blowout win for New Orleans. But the NFL a guaranteed win. Russell Wilson coming to Pittsburgh, yeah, and they get the big one, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. They made those two uh, games appear out of thin air. And, you know, I'd bet the Russell Wilson-Pittsburgh one's a prime uh, primetime game yep. uh, opportunity for the NFL when they schedule their primetime schedule. New England-Dallas, too. That's I mean, going to be a primetime yeah. game for sure. Um, and Chicago or Green Bay and, and – Kansas City, City yeah. are absolutely going to be a primetime game. And then, you know, Rams and Ravens could find their way on primetime. Wouldn't be surprised if they put the Giants and the Dolphins on primetime because they always put the Giants on primetime TV. So, you know, a lot of games that just popped up on the schedule that networks like maybe ESPN or NBC are going to be all of a sudden pretty interested in grabbing. Yeah, and, and another thought that I had originally, and some people had like, a lot of people thought this would be the same week like like all these games would take place on the same week but no, that's obviously not that out, yeah. right that's not how it's going to work so again like you said this is another opportunity for the nfl to make more money to get um you know the best matchups on prime time whatever it is there you go i, I mean sure. i think this is a great way for the nfl to make money and as we kind of laid out i think this is if you're going to do a 17 you know game regular season and if you're going to you know have afc play nfc this is, like we keep saying, this is probably the best way to do it and the most fair way to do it. I know you can do it geographically, and that would have been fun. It probably would have been more fun to do it that way, but this might give you the best matchups across the board. Yeah, I just think it's going to be weird how you could look be before this year. You could say, okay, I know who the Steelers played in 2012 because I remember 2016 was X amount of years ago, and so four minus that, and you know, same with the AFC opponents to determine. It's it, it was very easy to to remember who they could have played in a given year. Now with this, it's a little more complicated. But who cares? That's just historians getting a little uh, flat tire there. But I mean, yeah, it's another week of football. If you're a fan, you shouldn't be complaining, especially if at some point in time, you know, obviously this year they're not going to. But if at some point in time they do decide to move. The, the league season a week back or if they introduce the second bye, then you have your President's Day weekend and you have your Super Bowl holiday for you. I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't be a fan of this if you're a fan. Well, the Steelers road did get a little tougher. Sure did. That was going to be tough already. I think they had the hardest schedule well, in the NFL. they finished in first place, they had to play first place schedule as far as their division opponents in the AFC side of things, that means Patrick Mahomes will have a date with the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Josh Allen will have a date with the Pittsburgh Steelers this year and the Tennessee Titans, of course, as well. So that's not doing the Steelers any favor when you also have to go up against the Browns and the Ravens two times each and a Bengals team that is improving and has a really good young quarterback. But they beat you without that really good young quarterback last year. <laughs> anyway, so always a tough matchup in the six divisional games. And then you add... Playing the NFC North, which features two playoff teams last year, the Bears, who knows what they'll be. It might be a fun little <laughs> reunion there when Andy Dalton comes to town or if the Steelers go to Chicago. I'm not sure how that shakes out off the top of my head. Uh, but you got to face Aaron Rodgers, uh, and you got to face a Minnesota Vikings team that I think was going to be pretty tough and fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, Detroit with Jared Goff, who knows what they're going to look like. Probably not very good, but KC still too. the better quarterback there. And then you just add Russell Wilson right on top of that. So you're going to yeah. see... 
Aaron Rodgers, you're going to see Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and you're going to see Russell Wilson. You can make the argument that the Steelers are going to run into the top three quarterbacks in the NFL yeah. next year. Yeah, it's very – I mean, you can make that argument. No I doubt. mean, yeah. I think it might be the best stretch of quarterbacks that maybe they've ever – and I know you can make that argument any year because NFL quarterbacks are obviously really good. But did you're you going, throw Lamar in there too? And then I was just going to say, Lamar and did Baker you throw Josh, even? Josh Allen in there? Josh, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen too? It's a lot of good – That's I mean, a lot of good quarterbacks. I, I, I'm pretty sure that they had the hardest schedule going in to this before week 17 was introduced and you, you just, now it's even harder yeah now it's even harder yeah. there's no doubt i mean he's fine uh, he yeah okay. herbert too. okay i mean okay herbert too not I mean, herbert no uh, i'm not for, saying he's in oh, there wait they do play herbert yeah right? they do they, they play, play the chargers the they play the west so yeah. they play the Derek carr as well mm-hmm. and uh drew lock yeah there's like four bad quarterbacks not bad but there's four like lower tier quarterbacks that they play this year Right, but there's so many there's upper like, yeah, upper tier that there's 16 good ones. It's play. it's not like much of a balance yeah. even. The bad doesn't balance out the good because the good is so good and there's so many of them that they have to play. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be nice to see Andy Dalton, is what we're saying. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right, it's gonna be for one week. Sure, it's gonna be nice, but I mean, this is just a tested road that the Steelers have, and I and I will say this: the last time the Steelers had the hardest schedule going into a season was 2008. They went 12 and four, won the Super Bowl, so. This team isn't little different team back. A then, little different, but that. this team a, li- a little or a lot, honestly. Kind of a, a lot. Kind I mean, I guess the only there. people kind still around lot. were Mike Tomlin and Big Ben. <laughs> kind of a lot different, yeah. But those two guys, if you want, if you want, if you wanted to have any of the two guys from that team still on this team to kind of carry over that mojo that backs up against the wall, and we have the hardest schedule by far, you want it to be your coach and your quarterback. Am I wrong? By That's the way. Fair. By the way, it's just great that you have to go to Kansas City. I just pulled up where they're at. You have to go to Kansas City. You have to go to Buffalo. <laughs> you have to go to Green Bay, and you have to take a West Coast trip to L.A. Yeah. And, right, but you and, don't have Seattle on the road. No, you have Seattle at home. And, oh, by the way, just to you know, cut it down the middle, you do have to go on the road against Minnesota mm-hmm. as well. So your only road game that's really any, you know, I feel comfortable saying it is a for sure win is maybe the Bengals. Yeah. Because you got the Ravens, the Bills, the Browns, the Bengals, the Packers, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Vikings all on the road. So maybe one little, you know, glass half full. And I think I've said it like seven times already when we've been taping these episodes. But maybe a little thing you can take away positively from this is at home, you take care of business. You should be all right. Because Ravens, Bears, Bengals, Browns, Broncos, Lions, Raiders, Titans at home, and Seahawks at home now, too. You got nine home games. If you can take care of business there and only lose maybe one or two, and squeak out four or five on yeah. the road, go eight and eight and one, could get Ooh. it could get you in. It could, but it's just a tough road schedule that the Steelers Very have. Tough, definitely, it's Very just tough. it's a tough schedule in general. Right, no question. You know how those West Road, those West Coast trips really yeah. mess with them. Yep. So that's going to L.A. to play the Chargers. And thank goodness you're not playing at Denver this year either. Right, and Callan pointed it out to me earlier uh, when the season had just ended. Kellen, you had mentioned to me the Steelers' record in December the oh, last couple bad. of it's years. it's been bad. Historically it's been, bad. It's been, real, it's been very un-Tomlin-like, very un-Ben-like, so you don't want to already have a hard schedule and then and be then kind be of beat up and, and yeah. then be kind of stumbling into December and just kind of get kicked while you're knocked down. So, Yeah, so... They have to face against Russell Wilson, though. Uh, last time Russell Wilson came to Heinz Field, the Seahawks pulled out a victory. 
And it was that was without that Ben, ben Roethlisberger got yeah. hurt and yeah. famously. Can I finish a thought? I mean, no, absolutely. This is a conversation, Tom. Ben gets hurt the last time that Seattle came to Pittsburgh to face off against the Steelers. Russell Wilson led the Seahawks back in that game, got the victory for Seattle. Uh, again, it's just another tough team that got added to the Steelers schedule. Um, potentially not going to be the best team in that in that division though this year. Uh, I, I think that if you were putting all of the NFC West teams in a hat and drawing them that way, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, probably want to draft the Niners first, uh, then the Cardinals, then probably the Seahawks before the Rams, though, right? So as far as you know, getting matched up with the NFC West, this isn't exactly worst case the scenario, worst, right? Sure. The Rams, in my mind, would be the oh great, we have to play Matt Stafford and a team that looks like they're going to win that division this year, in my mind. Whereas go up against Seattle, there's some turmoil there. Russell Wilson's not exactly the happiest, so maybe you can take a little bit of solace in that. But it's, at the same time, it's not the division you want to play either because no, it is so good. Did, yeah. I mean, yeah. the division you wanted to play was the division you played last year with the with the you East. played the East last year. Yeah, because so. then you would have been playing the Washington football team again, and that's would have been a nice little revenge game. Absolutely, as we all know, they ruined the Steelers' yeah. perfect record last year. But that's going to do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. On the next episode, we take a little look into the future for the Steelers. Uh, an interesting little value was placed on a quarterback that could find himself on the trade market in the future, and the Steelers' name has been floated out there as far as a possible suitor for him. And even if that's not the case, it's always good to look into what life might be like after Big Ben. So we'll get into that on the next episode. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. For Jacob Brecht and Kellen Gursky, I'm Tom Opperman, and we'll talk to you next time on Steelers Standard.